there's a whole world out there of people that need you to serve them. You are now investing your time and your energy and you are stepping up to be that person and that woman who makes investments like this, who takes her business seriously, who's willing to go all in, who is driven, who is ambitious, who is going to make shit happen no matter what. This is Meant for Millions. Here's your host, Jenna Faith. Welcome to Meant for Millions, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who want to create wealth and freedom with their business. So you are in the right place if you're looking for the mindset and strategy to get seen, known, and paid online. I'm your host, Jenna Faith, formerly known as Jen Scalia, success and mindset strategist for entrepreneurs who want it all. Make sure that you join us each and every week where you'll get a short 15 to 20 minute audio training on how to build wealth from the inside out. There is absolutely no fluff here. You'll get a little bit of strategy, a whole lot of mindset, and a healthy dose of tough love with 100% authentic, raw and real advice on how to navigate this crazy world of entrepreneurship. This is part two. If you have not listened to part one of the 10 online coaching commandments, I want you to pause this right now and go back and listen to the first half, which was episode 59. Then come back here. Let's dive into part two. Part two, we're going to dive into commandments six through 10. I'm so excited to continue to bring you this really revolutionary information on how you can grow a business that's sustainable, that feels good, that is empowered in leadership. And that really is going to separate you from the pack. So let's go ahead and get started. Online coach commandment number six, invest in the best to fast track your success. This is probably one of my favorites because I really feel like this is the crux of how I was able to create a business that exploded really fast. We can try to do things alone. But the reality is that it's just going to take a lot longer. Do you want to stand in the long line at Disney World? Or do you want to get the fast pass? Do you want to go straight to the front of the line, get on the ride, and make it happen? That's what this commandment is all about. Here's the deal. Let's say you have two choices of handbags, okay? One is a Kmart brand. The other one's Chanel. Which one do you want? Now, let's be honest. The Chanel, of course, right? Because you know that with the Chanel brand comes class, integrity, value, quality, but it also comes with a price tag. Yes, you can settle for the Kmart brand and they almost look the same anyway, right? But you know that the bag won't last. It'll start to fall apart. The seams will start to tear. And next thing you know, you've got to go buy another bag. When you're thinking about investing in yourself in any way, obviously, right now we're talking about investing in coaching and mentorship, but when you're thinking about investing in yourself, it is imperative that you make decisions as the person that you desire to be, not the person that you are today. Because if you keep making choices from where you are right now, you'll continue to be that person. So only when you stretch yourself, when you kind of go to that next level, that thing that feels a little bit scary, that's when you'll actually grow and step into the woman who fills those shoes. When I first started my business, I was making all kinds of investments, but there were little investments. You know, this is like dozens of different programs. They would cost 97, 47, 297, 497. And don't get me wrong, they all had their place in helping me figure certain things out in my business. But it wasn't until I started making some serious investments into my growth and choosing top-notch mentors 
that things really started to shift for me. I invested more and more and every investment led to a bigger potential and bigger growth. The first one-on-one coach I ever invested in was $7,500. And since then, I've invested over hundreds of thousands of dollars into my personal and business growth. Investing as much as $10,000 a month in one mentor. Now, I know this sounds crazy, and I'm not telling you that you actually have to invest that amount of money. I'm just giving you an example of the amount of investment and the amount of time that I have put into my business to make it grow so big so fast. Now, investments aren't just a trade-off, right? With every investment you make, you must take personal responsibility for the result. What I do is every time I invest, I make a promise to myself that I will at least 10x that investment, if not more. So for example, if I spend $2,000 on a course or a program, I expect to make $20,000 from that particular investment, minimum. Bottom line is, if I knew that I wanted to be the best, if I know that I want to be the best, I have to invest in the best. There are no shortcuts when it comes to this. I knew that when I started investing that I wanted results really fast from people who I knew had already taken the path. Some notable mentors that I've worked with are Selena Sue, Katrina Ruth, Todd Herman, Russ Rafino, Frank Kern, Jesse Elder. I mean, I've literally like looked to hire the best of the best because that was the level that I wanted to be. And investing in myself that way actually allowed me to elevate to new heights very, very quickly. I knew that I needed to make powerful investments in order to get those powerful results. One thing I know for sure, though, is that most people are not willing to invest at the level that they need in order to get where they want to be as fast as they want to be there. (laughs) So this comes through as people who maybe coach shop or they choose different programs or choose different coaching based on price or price tag versus what they're actually going to get from that person. I personally interviewed some of the top earners in our industry, in the coaching industry, each and every one of them have invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into their business to be where they are today. All millionaires, multimillionaires. It's always just been really funny to me to think that people can get far fast without investing. So think about this. If you were to start, let's say, an offline business, right? Brick and mortar business. You wouldn't start with nothing, right? You would have to go get a loan from the bank. You would have to fund all of the expenses that go along with starting that new venture. Let's just say you want to start a coffee shop, right? You need to hire employees. You need to have tables and chairs and equipment and food. And like, you have to get all these things. Even if you were going to do something like a franchise, the same thing is true. I mean, have you seen the startup costs for a franchise? Now, yes, you can make several hundred thousand dollars a year up to millions of dollars, just like you can with coaching. But you always have to put up the investment first. So we are truly lucky as online entrepreneurs to have a much smaller overhead when it comes to getting started. We can literally start with nothing. But in order to keep growing, in order to keep evolving, we must invest. So the big lesson here for this commandment is that you get what you pay for. And there is nowhere that that's more true than in personal growth and development field. I can't tell you how many times people come to me to work with me and say, I really wish that I would have hired you instead of this other person. I made a mistake, you know, and obviously every person needs to learn their own things. But most of those times were because they chose a a cheaper option 
or they chose something that felt easier for them versus taking that stretch and going for a mentor that could actually show them the way. So commandment number seven, the feel-good philosophy and choosing a personalized business model. So this is the heart of everything that I do in my business. This is the heart of everything that I teach my clients. Just like most new entrepreneurs, I experienced burnout at the end of my second year in business. My come to Jesus moment was when I started to just not enjoy my work anymore. It was draining. At the end of the day, my energy was zapped and I couldn't actually enjoy the freedom that I was creating myself. I knew that I was damn good at what I did, but I also knew a change had to be made. And that's when I made the choice to switch up my business model to more of a leadership model. I went from being a slave to the hustle to being driven by the impact I was making with people. The first 12 to 18 months in your business is typically a fast-paced, energetic hustle. We actually talked about this a couple episodes ago in the show, The Hustler and the Vibe. Maybe we don't have to do that. (laughs) Maybe that's not actually healthy, but I do believe it's necessary. So enter the feel-good philosophy. This is all about upgrading your business and the way that you lead. You must do what feels good for you at all times. You must do what's right for you. Not just what all the gurus and the experts say, but how you feel called and aligned to operate. Where do you shine? What lights you up? What would get you out of bed every single morning, even if you weren't getting paid for it? Is doing something that doesn't light you up costing you by taking away from the thing that you actually do enjoy? I really want you guys to think about this. So important. So many people just skip right over this. They think because that they see somebody is doing a specific marketing method or doing their business a certain way that it must work. And so let me do that. But then it doesn't line up with their values, doesn't line up with their bandwidth, doesn't line up with their strengths. I was admittedly scared to let go of my one-on-one coaching practice when I switched up my business model because it literally was about 80% of my income, but it was draining. It was taking away from what I really loved doing, which was writing, creating, and training. So as nervous as I was to release that part of my business, I again went all in, you're seeing a theme here, made the change and was able to generate the equivalent of my first couple of years income in the first six months of the following year that I changed my business model. So the lesson here is that you've got to figure out the model that works for you. So maybe one-on-one work doesn't let you up. Maybe you're better at speaking or being in person with people. Maybe you're a better writer and creator. Maybe you're a better facilitator. The faster that you can figure this out, the better. What's great about the work that we do is that there's so many different options. There is not one way. If you've listened to the podcast at all previously, you hear me say this all the time, that everything works as long as it works for you. Another piece of this is that when you're kind of like going in and out of different modes or different business models, This can also be very draining and take a toll on how you show up for your clients and how you deliver your leadership. So for example, maybe you shine as a speaker or a writer, but also host live events and retreats. This could be doing a ton of damage in your business and can cause burnout. If you don't know how to properly transition from one to the other and get the support you need to make it happen. So whatever business model you're really thinking of implementing in your business, Make sure that you are also putting in the infrastructure with your team, with your systems, and with your operations to make sure that you can facilitate this easily and effortlessly. 
So what's the big lesson here? If you're going to try to fit into a box in your business model, then you might as well just stay in your nine to five. The whole point of entrepreneurship is to do it your way. And the challenge is also to figure out what exactly that means. Commandment number eight, stand up and stand out online. (laughs) So this I kind of broke it into two parts because there's, again, so many different factors, so many different layers. Step one is become undeniable with how saturated the market is, with how flooded our news feeds are, with the state of the world and just everything that's going on, you've got to stand out. So-so, vanilla, okay, boring, blah, regurgitated mumbo jumbo is not going to cut it. If you want people to stop their scroll, you must have binge-worthy, memorable content that speaks to the potential client's soul You must tell aspirational stories that connect your potential clients to their dreams. Please stop talking about the struggle. I hear so many people talk about this. They start off their posts or their promotions with like, are you struggling with X, Y, Z? Let me tell you something. If you're constantly talking to people who are struggling, guess what you're going to get as clients, as customers? People who are struggling. People who are struggling and can't pay you. People who are struggling and aren't coachable. People who are struggling and will not get the results because they're too busy worried about the struggle. So make sure that the content that you're putting out there actually speaks to the aspiration, not the desperation. Show people what's possible by living in alignment with your purpose. We talk about energy a lot on this podcast and it is so crucial. If you're living out of alignment, if you are out of integrity, no matter what face you put on, people are going to feel it. Show your fire, show your beauty, power, grace, and make no apologies for who you are. This is what people love. This is what is so magnetic. This is what makes people literally fall in love with you. Oh, one more thing. Actually fucking care. Actually fucking care about people. People are going to feel that too. So when you become undeniable, you actually don't have to do anything. You don't have to prove anything and you don't have to try to get clients or make money. You're naturally captivating. You're magnetic. People literally cannot look away. When there is no doubt in your being about who the fuck you are, it transfers. That energy from that place will call in anything and everything that you desire. So step two of standing out, be a fucking vibe. People want to calibrate to your vibeability. That's a word I made up. (laughs) This doesn't just come from luxury and fancy things and pictures on the beach and Eiffel Towers, although, you know, that's its own vibe, right? But your vibe is your essence. It's your aura, your energy, your being. It's the thing that people gravitate to and magnetize with. When you've got funky energy going on, nothing you do will work. You will spend literally endless amounts of time and energy trying to make things happen. Futile because the work work doesn't work unless you do. So instead of focusing on what I need to do or the step by step process, focus on your vibeability, your essence, your energy, your frequency, and watch all of the things that you want clients, opportunities, money attract you like a magnet. Live your life with intention. Be on purpose. Do your soul's work. Surround yourself with people who lift you up. Embody your brand and light up your life. This is the key 
to really being successful online. Now, I know that you might be thinking, I just need some strategy or a tactic or a template, right? But the reality is after working with over 2,000 paying clients in my coaching business, being in this business myself for over seven years, making millions of dollars online, I've observed that it's actually the intangible things that move the needle the most, both in progress and in profits. What I've seen displayed in my clients who are driven and get results are the following things. It's what I call the five C's you can't see, but you can certainly feel them and so can others. This is confidence, clarity, commitment, certainty, courage. When you have those things in place, you become unstoppable. You trust yourself, you take action, you get results. So if you've been doing what seems like all the things and you've got less than stellar results from it, I encourage you to stop looking for the tips or the tricks or the hacks or the the algorithm and the templates and the content calendars and start focusing on your vibe. Start focusing on the internal game first. Make how you show up in terms of vibe and realness be the top priority. Because when you have that mastered, the solutions become clear and the strategies and the next steps will always become obvious. Commandment number nine, creating influence with integrity. So I talked a little bit about this in the previous commandment, but so important. Again, after being online for so many years, literally seeing it all front, back, and sideways, (laughs) dozens of people, hundreds of people, thousands of people come and go within the industry. This is super, super important because you know what they say, right? You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time around. And I know, like I know, like I know that that is the honest truth. So who I hung out with and associated myself with definitely contributed to me being seen as a leader, being talked about and being respected and revered amongst my peers, but also my mentors. I want to actually give you some practical tips with this commandment on how to elevate your surroundings so that you can create and lead a movement and connect with those who are already on the rise, who are ready to go with you, who want to elevate themselves, amplify their message, and lead their tribe. Number one is to become the star student. This is one of my favorite ways to grow. So let's face it, we've all bought dozens or more, hundreds, maybe, uh, courses and programs, right? But how many of them have you actually participated in and gotten results from? How many times have you shown as a star student and gotten noticed by the teacher or the trainer or the influencer? Now, showing up and going all in when I work with certain mentors has led me to be invited to private masterminds for free, to sharing the stage with some amazing, amazing people like Gary Vee, Ryan Lee, Derek Halpern, Caleb Maddox. I've been invited to dinner with influencers like Marie Forleo, Melanie Duncan. And I've also become an expert in my mentors' programs. They've also asked me to be on stage, all because I decided that I was going to be the star student. Number two, have a powerful story. You're seeing a theme here with the story, right? Because people love stories. Stories are what makes you relatable and likable. We all have a story inside of us that needs to be shared and that people can learn from and be inspired by. Use that story to connect, to lead, and to inspire people into action. I get dozens of requests every single week to share my story of how I've become so successful as a single mother. Obviously, there's an art to this, and we're not going to go into detail with that in this particular podcast. 
But I want you to start to really look at your stories. I want you to dig into your stories and see how you can connect that to the work that you're doing in the world. People love stories. It's crazy to me. Like whenever I get a quote unquote viral post, like a post that has like literally 300, 400, 500 likes and dozens and hundreds of comments, they're always more of a personal story than anything else. Number three, make real and true connections. Just because you have an online business does not mean that you do this alone. Make it a point to go out, go to conferences, go to events, meet people, join groups, connect with other influencers, peers, people who are on your level, people who are a little bit higher, people who know people. The key is to not just do this for your own gain. So a lot of people will want to make connections with the number one idea of like, oh, this person could potentially be a client. When I started, I chose not to do that. You know, some people, yes, potentially could be clients, but I also looked at people as like just connections and potential collaborators as well and friends. You know, you don't want to just like have it be all about you, but also how you can contribute to their lives as well and to their businesses as well. So really think about these connections that you're making, like what do you have to offer them as well, right? Because everybody is connected. In fact, I'm only one degree of separation from Tony Robbins and probably a lot of other really famous and amazing people. Number four, get known through publicity. So the more publicity you get, the more publicity you get. (laughs) This can start out as a guest post, interviews, and they can blossom into more notable media, TV, radio, news, magazines, other large publications. Make it your business to get the word out there about your mission on a larger scale. What's the big lesson here? You cannot create a movement without becoming known for something. Choose your platform, change the game, and be willing to do whatever it takes. Commandment number 10, the unstoppable commitment to leadership. The latest statistics tell us that 90% of online businesses fail in the first 120 days. 90%. Now, if that doesn't sober you up out of any fantasy that someone has sold you about what is possible, well, then you're destined to keep hoping and praying instead of planning and doing. So on a personal level, it's also one of the saddest things I've seen in this industry over the past few years. People who start off strong and then fall off. Like they completely give up on their dreams and disappear back to whatever it is that they were trying to escape from in the first place. You can escape yourself in entrepreneurship, but it's definitely possible to find yourself. So the biggest lesson here, don't ever quit. This is your livelihood. This is your purpose. You are showing the world what you stand for. And it is also a superpower that has probably the quietest applause. (laughs) No one congratulates you for not giving up, right? No one throws you up. You made it past the first year of business without going bankrupt award. But you do it anyway, because perseverance is a synonym for success. Thomas Edison didn't quit when his teachers told him that he was too stupid to learn anything. Howard Schultz from Starbucks didn't quit when he was turned down by banks 242 times. J.K. Rowling. She didn't quit when 12 publishers rejected her Harry Potter script. Walt Disney didn't quit when his theme park concept was trashed 302 times. Colonel Sanders didn't quit when he was rejected 109 times by restaurants that didn't like his chicken. What I see happen too often is people who just lack patience. They quit too early. They see what seemingly happened overnight for other people and think that they can replicate it overnight. They have no idea the inner work, the pain, the hustle, the heart that was put into getting that result. One of my favorite things to tell clients is that 
It doesn't happen overnight, but it can happen really fast when you focus. Most traditional businesses take about five to seven years to turn a profit. Online business, completely different. So if you can be profitable with your online business within the first two years, isn't that freaking amazing? So being a leader and creating a movement is not about just making money. It's about transforming people's lives and creating a lasting and sustainable business in the process. As Gary Vee says, you see LeBron today. You see Beyonce today. You see Oprah today. You're not seeing the heart, hustle, and commitment that they've put in for years, sometimes decades, that made the masterpieces that you now see. The big lesson here is that mistakes are okay and failure is part of the process. Don't be held back by your failures. Don't even give them any time. Just keep moving forward. Move on to the next best step for you. Keep going. Perseverance, resilience, and dedication to your goal. Also, dedication to that leadership, right? This is what separates the successful from the struggling entrepreneurship. So I just want to leave you with this. Be bold, fearless, and unafraid to go full on for what you want. Seek to constantly evolve in order to be the best version of yourself both for yourself and for others. And be unafraid to be real and vulnerable. Strip down, no fluff. People love that. Leaders are not afraid to rise up to the occasion and push past their own fears. Leaders are not afraid to elevate their own standards, even if it means leaving their old thoughts, friends, and comfort zones behind. Leaders are not afraid to amplify their voice so their message can be heard by people who need to hear it the most even when it's an unpopular thing to say. Leaders are unstoppable. They're limitless powerhouses, ready to make a huge impact on the world. And so that's what I want you to go out there and do now that you're armed with these 10 launch commandments. If you enjoy this, if you love this, and you want to get these 10 commandments in your back pocket, head on over to the show notes at jenscalia.com forward slash E60, that is the letter E and the number 60, 60. And over there, you can actually download the entire 10 online coaching commandments. I put them all into a PDF for you so that you can have them, you can be reminded of them, and you can start to build your business around these things that are going to be so important for your stability for your sustainability, and really for the leadership in this industry and the direction that it needs to go. Make sure that you come back for the next episode and actually make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and you get notifications of everything that's coming out. And also, if you are loving this podcast, we're already on episode 60. I would love for you to leave a review here on iTunes and let me know what you think. I will see you guys back here next week. Have an amazing day. Let's keep this conversation going. Join us in the private discussion group, The Ambitious Babe, where ambitious, driven online entrepreneurs go to get the mindset and strategy to grow and scale their online empires. Join The Ambitious Babe at jenscalia.com slash tribe.